0: Guys, land tax is going crazy. The assessments are coming out and you've only got 60 days to respond. One of our landlords has a house rented for $800 a week and his land tax bill is $600 a week. Is there anything you can do? Stay tuned. We're going to talk about it right now.
1: Good morning, gents. Steve, thank you for joining us. We're joined by um, Steve Wiseman, the man on the ground fighting these land tax bills on behalf of landlords. Are they being Thanks. taken advantage of? Thanks, Billy
0: and Mark. <laughs> That's fucking <laughs> government. Yeah, it is. It is hey. so so Steve, um, just from the top, so because there are some people that may be watching where this, where they they're learning about this. So I'm gonna just do a bit of an ABC about it. So basically, if you've got an investment property, the government will charge you land tax. So, owner occupiers, um, we'll double back around to Steve, because it is a bit more complicated than this, but let's just take the simple one. And these landlords that even have um, one house, not two houses, so they may have inherited something. They're going to get a land tax bill. And what's going to happen in December, at the end of December, the the, uh, government will write to everyone and say, uh, uh, we've assessed your block at the end of December, maybe January, February, whenever they're sending it out. And we believe your value of your property is this. And then they're going to charge you tax based upon what their estimate of the value of the property is. And at the moment, people are getting these back. I know know personally, um, I've seen them go from uh, almost, I saw one property go from 1.3, 1.2 this year to 1.65 this year. And in a year where property values in some suburbs have gone down and I'm seeing land tax go up, I'm thinking it's out of control.
2: Certainly is out of control, Mark. Um, to remember, though, there's a threshold for your first 949000 is tax free. Okay, that you're subject to land tax, right? The biggest you've got people they get their land tax notice, it's got three dates, three years 2021, 2022, and 2023. You've got to bring that back six months. 2023 is the July 2022 value. Typical government confusing everybody. Market was starting to come off 2022, mid 2022. So land values that have risen in the latter part of 2022 and 2023 are incorrect. So we have to go back to our base date for 21 July 2022. It's just how how the government looks at it and that's how I look at it. but still, I'm seeing land values from 2021 to 2022 for residential houses going up 50, 60%. We all know the market went up, but it did go up 50 or 60%. It did go up maybe 30, 35, maybe not 25 and 30%. But these yeah. land values not Now, Steve, I, I, it's...
0: um. I was with a bunch of Italian ladies in a in an Italian house in Freshwater the other day. There was it was a deceased estate, and there was four of them in there, and they're all in their fifties and sixties. And we all know Italians love to own own a a, sec, a a one or two houses as an investment. These ladies these ladies were not impressed with what happened with, with what's happened with land tax, and some of these homes they're not they're not big renters that you know they they may rent for seven eight nine hundred a week some of these homes out there and then the land tax bill can be five or six hundred dollars a week um that's that's it, it, it's pretty hard after you're paying interest uh and and you know water and council bills and maintenance of a property to then be gutting this land tax bill what are the options for people because i think most people just think that's the lay of the land and that they can lay down and take it uh well they have to they don't have any other opportunity but you've got an opportunity
2: anyone can object to their land value it's uh the landowner has got the right to object the problem is that it's difficult to object and if you don't understand how to analyze a sale uh to arrive at a land value then you're going to throw your hands in the air and say, this is too hard, we'll just pay for tax. And that's what a lot of people have done for many years. I've been a valuer for over 30 years. I've worked as a contractor for the Valuer General's Office, so I've got some experience on how you go about objecting to your land value. So I offer a, I have a quick free service where I have a quick look for about 15, 20 minutes mm-hmm. to determine whether there's an opportunity to object. Now, I'm not going to say on every case there's an opportunity because the idea here is to reduce people's tax and put more money in their pockets. My service does I, I do charge a service so that's why I do three half an hour 20 or 15 minutes, whatever it takes to say yeah you've got a, a good opportunity to have a bracket, let's see when you're in June. there's no guarantees but I do service and I actually watch, I don't do evaluation reports I don't do evaluation reports that want to speak, uh, they want to speak, analyze sales, uh, minimum degree, and I, lodge, and I project manage the whole system. So once, once I want an application, the value General sends an independent valuer out and could argue all day if that value is independent and it's case matter, And they go out and assess the value of the property. They come back and they do a report. What happens then? If they agree with me, we will get the new land value. If they disagree, they will send me the original valuation report. Now, a lot of people think that's where it ends. I've got a second right to object against that valuation. I think there's errors in it. I think the values are wrong. And then I lodge another objection within 21 days of receiving the valuation report, and that. Second objection can lead to a sit down place to place with the value of the value change the
1: okay. Steve, I've got, a, I've got a question for you, just quick on. Um, right. What's what's the difference between your assessment and the government's? Because we like to say in property, we're all working with the same data. So, how, how, how can they really differ greatly?
2: Question It gets down to what value to, do you put on the added value of the improvement? So, what is the house worth? Is it a we've seen construction costs over the last few years blow out 20 30 percent higher than they were a couple of years ago? So, what is the added value on a rate per square meter of say a, a typical 150 square meter house that might have been built in the 60s? Now, the government it's like a depreciated value that. We put on it. So, we might be working around the two grand a square meter for the depreciated value. Because the new construction cost for a new house might be four, five, six thousand dollars, depending on the fit out, you know, whether the the kitchen's got marble or granite or whatever. Then there's the added driveways, fencing, pools. These all come into play. The government has set rates per square meter that just are all over the shop know there's a for an example which is not in our area but you never know you might have an investor who has a house in granville granville a, a rundown fibro house in granville they've set two thousand dollars a square meter as the added value yep consequently in a west t- those terraces in annandale and marrickville stanmore they have set a value of six hundred dollars a square meter that's right. Yeah, well, uh, those terraces are worth a lot more in value so it gets down to how you analyze that sale and that's unfortunately where the public don't have the experience and maybe not even the confidence to analyze properly and and hence that's why my services and other people like myself trying to help these people
0: steve uh, just so you know we, we we go live across about six or seven channels and this is the most amount of views that i've seen in a very very long time so it must be a very very hot topic of what you're talking about
2: I was, out, um, I was out walking this morning and I walk every morning from freshwater to curly, and then have a swim, but I cut yeah. the swim this morning because I uh, had this. A lady came up to me and said, didn't even know what I did, and when I was walking with her, I walk with her every most days. I've, she said I got a friend at Georgia's Hall and their land value and they're an owner occupied, which is another another uh, side factor. Their land value in the last three years has gone from six hundred thousand to a million market's gone up we know the market's gone up so i just said this is what i do get it give me a call and i'll have
0: a look there's no there's no
2: having a quick a quick look
0: now for people that don't know um i was pretty i was pretty surprised to see your schedule of fees because um If for a couple hundred bucks you'll assess, for a couple hundred bucks you'll lodge, for a couple hundred bucks you'll be successful, under a $1,000 in in some circumstances, you can manage a successful claim on on rebalancing or readjusting that valuation to be accurate with the marketplace. You know, when the government's doing, you know, the hundreds, hundreds of thousands of valuations of blocks of land, you can't expect the poor, the poor buggers to get every one of them right either. So, I guess, I guess, in fairness, there, there really should be a good assessment process and protocol that you're, you're obviously getting that you're running, because it's really hard for them to look at, to look across, across everything. But they are giving the opportunity to put your hand up and say, "Hey, uh, we've got a problem here." Yeah. The-
2: the, the method that's undertaken by the original valuation, they, they get given a council area or a couple of council areas. And every single property in New South Wales, whether it's owner-occupied or investment, gets valued each year. It's only in the investment ones get reported to the to the landowner for the land tax. Every three years, your owner-occupiers get reported. So you, you guys who own your own house don't have an investment, you're getting a new land value this year, and you can object to that. But the thing is, right. the initial valuer, he hasn't got time to inspect every single property in New South Wales and the government hasn't got the money to pay it. So they, they look at a couple of sales and they call them benchmark sales and they spread those across the, the suburb or the, or the council area in some instances and, and palm beach is a classic example where that doesn't work because we've got houses up there that have got magnificent views we've got houses that got restricted views through trees we've got houses that got no views so if they're using sales with a view then someone on the flat down near the golf course at palm beach that doesn't have a view their their land value hasn't risen by the same as someone up up high so, so there's different factors that come into play that must be looked at.
1: And we've got a couple of different sets of numbers for you, Steve. But I suppose the next question, we, and we, I suppose we'll get to it, but how big how big can some of these savings be for, for the cost of, you know, $1,000? Well,
2: in some instances, and a couple of years ago, I had one where the, the revised land values, based on my review, took the person under the land tax threshold and the government had to pay them for three years back money that they paid wow is what we do what i do i just don't determine the 20 in this instance on that screen 2023 land. i look at the other two as well because if the other two are wrong you've paid money
0: and you should be getting that back so hey hey steve i've got I've got up on the screen a house in Narawena, which is the middle one there, right? That's the yep. one in the middle. Yep. Nine hundred and eighty-six thousand was the land value. Nine hundred and eighty-six thousand three years ago. Now the land value is one point six. One point six. So when you know what's you know what's really you know what's really funny? I go to RP data, which has looked at 200 sales across that suburb in three years. Yep. Right? Yep. And RP data tells me it's 11% growth over three years. Although, when I when I look at this graph, there's about a 60% growth in three years. Maybe 50, 60%. You know, like, if that's not a claim, like, if I, I, like, I don't get it.
2: That's the issue that we, we are facing, and that's what the landowners are facing. Yes, the market went up. We all know the market went up. You guys are real estate agents. You're experts in your field. You know the market went up. But the market didn't jump the percentage levels that they're increasing on a year-to-year basis. And let's just go back to one thing. The threshold that the value of general sets, it reviews that every year. This year's threshold went up 16.5%. But then in another report he says that residential on average went up 26 percent and then the land values had uh, issue and they've gone up 50 percent so where 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 is the rule
0: value okay so um what are people's options now so we mate, i i i'm really really passionate about this topic i can talk until the cows come home but what Bottom line is uh, in short, what should people do if they can, if they feel they can justify that their land tax is incorrect? Uh, before you, before we go into that, I just want to stress: if you were issued a land tax assessment thirty days ago, you have used up thirty of your sixty days you've only got 30 days to go or 15 days to go or 40. So what's your date? You've only got 60 days to make it to, from when you get that assessment. Yeah, Is that correct?
2: That's correct. And if you're one day out won't allow it.
1: Can you say that again?
2: So if you're one day over, if you object or contact me on the 61st day, we won't be right. going out of the day. We'll not allow it. They, they do have Ooh. provisions, but they, they will sit to their – this year – the number of rejections are going to go through the roof they know that and they'll be very tight on allowance the only way they'll allow something is probably potentially a death and then we're going to need death certificates etc but but get it done get it in now
0: steve i've i've been an agent for 30 years and i've never seen such an imbalance on uh, on land tax um Valuations in my career. Um, what so what's the next move of what people should be doing if they feel this is incorrect? People have got two
2: choices or three choices. One, sit on their hands and do nothing. Two, lodge an objection themselves if they need to. And the process is difficult and it'll take you a few hours online to go through the process. You've got to analyse sales, you've got to show you've got to put some reasons in why you believe your land value is too high. Or three, they can contact me, and anyone that contacts me from this broadcast, I'll waive the first uh, initial fee. So I'll have
1: a, I'll do a review for nothing. Oh shit, that's good. That's amazing. Can we've, you... we've put, um Steve's email address in for you guys? Um, Steve, do you look at Queensland
2: properties? No, I don't. I'm not. Uh, I was once registered in Queensland. I'm not anymore. So. Um, but you don't want to own investment in queensland because the queensland government want to land tax your queensland holding and your
0: new south wales holding so they're having a double dip but that's another story Ooh. which is out of one league um can we just run before we go we're going to blow your phones up i reckon before um we go can you tell us a working example billy's got a working example here to show you the significance a working example of yours to show you the significance of the difference if you do have a successful claim on your land tax this year billy can you bring up that little puppy
1: (coughs) i am going to bring up that little puppy just give me one second so i can get the best view look at that glebe
0: that was it nah yeah nah yeah that's perfect i'm going to zoom in a bit for you guys oh that's great so tell us about this glebe example this is a uh
2: block of units slash boarding house um number of bedrooms it had uh heritage issues attacked all over it the heritage issues is the reason why we got the reduction um the owner just he was one of these people that just thought, well, I can't object to this. It. I've just got to put up with it. It's part of uh, life of, as an investor. And through a, another agent, uh, I was contacted and said, is there any way you can have a look at these land bees and help him out? We just, I just followed the process. Fortunately, the process was a lot easier back in uh, 2019 than it is today. Government Governments tightened their uh, objection requirements since sure then, but there are examples there on this. There examples on single residential holdings um, where they do get it wrong, as you said, Mark earlier. They they value so much, they're going to get some wrong.
1: Yep. Yeah.
2: Can we touch on very quickly units? Yeah, we've got an um...
0: example there, Billy, for units, don't we? We can bring that. We'll bring up an example up for units. But that's thirty grand a year. That's a whopper for that guy it he's it's 30 grand out of his pocket he doesn't have to pay
2: yeah well this one here at Wurunga, uh we reduce the I, through ever through sales evidence we reduce the land value so they don't have a threat they don't they're below the threshold
1: that's insane
2: that was that was huge savings
1: was that a
0: unit that was a house ah uh, oops that's but all right again all right, so tell us about units.
2: So your standard unit, we'll pick DY for example because there's a million, a million there. So your standard unit, someone gets their land tax bill and they can't work out how the land value is worked out because they've got a land value of $325,000. Yeah. The land value is based on the whole of the site. So when we object to the land value, we object, we're assuming that the land is vacant and we look at the floor space ratio and we determine how many square metres potential gross building area we can get. Now, I had an example a few years ago up in Collaroy on a 2,000 square metre block and this developer built, basically built eight units for his family and these eight units covered a third of the block. They lodged an objection and I said to them, look, the site's underdeveloped you can get more on it these days so you probably haven't got a case but they they wanted me to lodge so i lodged for them and we we lost we lost and i say that we don't i don't win everything but we lost on the basis that units we look at the potential gross building area based on the force base ratio and we analyze that to sales so if you're a unit and i'm not trying to put people off from objecting if you're you're in a unit and you're in an older style block that's got plenty of gardens around you, that site in terms of the government is underdeveloped, and they won't they won't look at the 10 units. They, you might be able to get 20 units on it. They will value it based on the 20 units. Is that fair? Wow. Is that fair? Who knows? <clears throat> no, I don't think wow. it's fair. I think it should be what I should be. I think it should be what the approval was. Even if the approval was back in nineteen sixty, because there are plenty of buildings around that have got parklands around them.
0: Oh so, yeah, and from the get from the get go, I would never thought <laughs> an investor would be looking for an overdeveloped unit block on the on the site rather than an underdeveloped, and that's going to influence their land tax today. So that's that's another thing investors should look out for when they're buying.
2: Exactly. So you look at the new developments now around uh, Pitwater Road; they're built boundary to yep. boundary. There's hardly any yeah. setback, so yeah. that's what that's what the government, when they're valuing residential units, are looking at. Well, we can dock this thing. Well, this is a vacant block of land, and we can build boundary to boundary without setbacks. So, Stephen, units, is- units can be difficult to get a reduction, um, unless the, the whole building is built already on the on the site. No setbacks. So the oldest old okay. units. I'm I'm happy to have a look. Don't anyone that's got a unit don't hesitate don't think oh he's saying we won't get a reduction because we've got spare land surplus land i'm happy to have a look i've analyzed sales over the weekend because I, I thought i'd be getting a rush or i i get a rush of uh objections to help people on the in on the northern beaches and throughout sydney so i've analyzed some sales in certain areas i can tell you very quickly yay or nay and, and do I'm, not you, here, I'm not here to take people's money and promise them a, a reduction there's no guarantees right, okay. in this process and yeah. if i if i'm not confident you'll get a reduction you won't pay me
1: and um okay. do you do it for each each owner in that strata plan or do you do it for the owners committee
2: <laughs> it's generally one owner objects
1: and i i do it for that
2: one owner but once it gets object once that parcel the land, get projected um, and lodge. It covers everyone in the building. So we get a reduction. You could have investors in there who could have a land value of 350 and that's their only investment. So they're under the threshold, so they have no land tax. But we get a reduction in land value. Right. Their rates will come down.
0: Imagine, imagine a uh, uh, body corporate manager just getting it all done automatically on every unit block site by you. And then issuing it to the twelve unit owners or the sixteen unit owners. That sounds like an efficient thing. We're going over time a lot over time. This is a huge topic. Steve, Lisa, um, Novak has mentioned something really good. I've, i like our show today has had an incredible amount of views on it. I'm watching the live views clicking up because we actually it actually goes on it goes on Lisa's Lisa, Lisa's uh, 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 um, Facebook, Billy's Facebook, my Facebook, our company YouTube, our company. Facebook facebook we then put it on instagram as well at a later point so it goes out to all these channels what we're going to do is i just had a look at what lisa's suggestion is we're going to put a night on next week i'm going to have a chat with you off air and we're going to invite our landlords and clients to come in um and uh and, and explore this this option a little bit more because this is one hell of a hot topic and this is only the beginning
2: remember when i said earlier you got to go back to 1 july 22 that's data land values we know that yeah. the next six months of 2022 and 2023 have gone down Though so next year is going to be another big year
0: to watch wow okay
1: thank you so Love much
0: <laughs> thanks guys oh, you know I, I- Appreciate I'm so it. passionate about this one. You you are you're, you're an absolute gentleman and um I think when someone puts your hands in your pocket without you uh without asking you, uh you really you really, really want to question that uh, why they're doing that and that's what's happening with land tax at the moment. So uh Billy, if you got Steve's email address you can throw up for us into the comments. <clears throat> Indeed, it's
1: all it's all in there for you guys. You're like the modern day Robin Hood, Steve. Giving back to that's people. True. That's
0: it. Yeah. Guys, Steve, thank you very much for coming on. Billy, thank you for coming on. Robin Hood. <laughs>
2: Don't worry, I'll go and get my son out now so I yeah. can get, yeah, get to school.
0: Yeah. That's it. Have a great day. Take Excellent. care, everyone. Bye. Bye bye. bye.